Yes, sir. What is going on, people? I hope you have had a splendid, an outstanding, a mega week. Me and your boy, Fabian, have had an incredible week. We've had an incredible week. But that's not just on me to say it. How are you feeling, my bro? Energy, 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 energy. You know how we do, bro. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. It's been amazing. It's been... Has it been stressful? No, but it's been a busy week. It's great. It's been a short week, you know. Happy Easter to everybody. I hope you're eating loads of chocolate, loads of fish from a yardy den. Get me. Um, yeah, it's been great, bro. It's been yeah. great. What has the week been like for you? Bro, it's been splendid. It's been splendid. Today, not today, but yesterday, something went through that me and Fabian have been building for two years. Something went through. It went through. So, it's very big. It's very exciting. And it has actually... It is the inspiration behind the podcast we're going to talk about today. But I also want to talk about, uh, first of all, you said, you know, Easter and all that. I had bun and cheese today. Uh, bun and cheese. Yeah, you've got to have bun and cheese on your Friday. The brand and the yo. So, you know, so I'm very happy that I had that uh, bun and cheese. So feeling absolutely splendid, my bro. So today's episode, we are going to talk about dreams. And that's not the best song off of my favourite album, which is Rumours by Fleetwood Mac, even though that song's incredible. Um, but actually talking about the dreams that we have had. Talking about dreams from when we were younger, talking about dreams that we have right now, and talking about the dreams that we have for the future. This is everything that we are. This is everything that we stand for, is it dreams is. and reaching it, right? So this is going to be an incredible episode for me and Fabian to really unleash our passion, our hopes, and the essence of why we started Motivational Moments and why we are looking forward. So I'm so, so, so excited. You ready for this one, my bro? Whoa, like you just there fill these views with energy and I can't wait to see what it is that you have in store. Let's go, let's get it, let's do this, bro. Let's go. Okay, so the first question I have uh, for you, or the first thing I want to talk about today uh, when discussing dreams is everybody the start of their life had something. Mm -hmm. They had a goal. You'd usually be asked it in school, what do you want to be when you're older? But I'm going to ask that same question, but slightly different. What was the first dream, your f the first aspiration and first goal that you ever remember having? Oh, um, boy. For me, I think, I think when I was in school, like primary school, I think everyone has that kind of like dream of like they want to be a fireman, want to be a policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did have that slight kind of dream of wanting to be a policeman. I just think it'd be cool helping people mm. and providing the right justice. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. For me, that was my one of my first ones. What about you, bro? First of all, that's so interesting. I I think there is something about seeing a person who is highly disciplined. Yeah. Being something to aspire to. There is something about being a child, especially being you know almost always children being framed as people who are undisciplined. I think there is something really in looking to that discipline. And, and, yeah. and for me, there was something in and around the military and actually being, in, uh, being a firefighter. firefighter. So I, I feel that same thing of, of... There's something about being in uniform which represents a, a rigidity, a stiffness to whatever you're doing. But it is that discipline of, of doing something to the best of its ability. And it felt like when I was younger, those kind of characters of, of a fireman and being in the military represented of being the best of something. Because yeah. um, that's how they're marketed to you when you're younger. True, true, um, true. So yeah, it's interesting. It's funny when I... <laughs> that's actually brought up a good memory. When, uh, when <laughs> we, we did this in class, we did this topic in class, and I can't remember who, who said it, but you know, we went around class yeah. and, and the teacher was asking, what do you want to be? And someone said, a football player. Somebody said, uh, a police officer. Somebody said, I, I, I said a fireman. And the person next to me said, a fire truck. 
And I was like, you know what? You know what? You can achieve whatever you want. You can achieve that. No matter what you want to do in life, you can achieve it. And I hope, I can't remember who it was, but I hope that they achieved their dream of becoming a fire truck. Fire uh, truck, you know. So shout, shout out to them for, um, for wanting to be a fire truck. Um, okay. I, I want to, just before you go, because obviously we said it's Easter. I'm just a bit off, off like um subject for a sec. Okay, yeah. okay. Happy Easter, first food time yeah. you're listening, sorry. Because my bro said he eats some banana and cheese. Banana and cheese? Banana and cheese and things, <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's this controversy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Of bun and cheese, mm-hmm. bun itself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say bun with raisins mm-hmm. or just spice bun by itself, nice and pure Ooh. with the dough, no raisins. Ooh. Every single week you do this. Every single week this man does this to me. Okay, so I'm, I'm a food guy, people. <laughs> yeah, Come real, on, man. And it's funny, the amount of people who've messaged me after listening to this podcast being like, oh, you know what? I'm hungry now. Why did you make me hungry? So I feel like there's definitely something in here in this podcast where we yeah. do a side project where we just talk about food. Because it's something I, I think people, like, people are taking on. I told you, at me anytime about food, I'm about it. Let's go. So next on, next on the list, uh, bun on its own, like a pure spice bun or bun with raisins. Funny you say that because today the bun that I had bun and cheese with had raisins in it. Yeah. But the first slice didn't, for some reason, didn't have any raisins in it. Okay. So it's almost like I've been perfectly set up for this question today. <laughs> and I noticed the second bite I had, the second slice I had, I was like, what is that? And I realised it was a raisin in, yeah. in, in, in the bun. And I think it takes away. It, I, I've realised now, I think it takes away because it's a different texture. And when you've got the bun and you've got the slice of cheese there, yeah. I don't think... You, you need a third texture to be added into it. I think the yeah, flavor's yeah. okay, but the, there's already so much flavor in the bun itself that you don't yeah. need to add a, a raisin to it. So I'm going to say it's true. the plain bun without a raisin. What about you, yeah. Mo? So, like, you know, I think the traditional bun has, like, raisins and sultanas in it and stuff, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm not about that. Okay. I'm not about that, because you know why, yeah? For all you people that eat bun and cheese or just eat the bun by itself, right? Mm. You ain't at bun till you toast it. Ooh, that's facts. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Until you toast and you slap that butter on it, it's a whole different game yeah. than just when you slap it in the microwave or just eat it normally fresh. It's great. It's nice, but when you put it in the toaster, them sultanas of raisins just getting in the way. That's like, really get true. out of the way, man. I don't need that all stuck in my teeth when I'm just trying to enjoy my bun and cheese. So that's yeah, facts. but I always have it plain. But yeah, that's a great that's question. Like, that's that's me. I'm not a fan of the bullet cake. If you know what bullet cake is, it's like a harder version of the bun. <laughs> but my nan used to feed me that bullet cake enough when I was a kid. But I'm not about it anymore. <laughs> but yeah, continue, bro. Bro, that was that was a, that was a great question. That was a great question and yeah. topical because we're talking about Easter. Yeah. Shout out to the to the bunnies in the background, the chocolate bunnies. Oh, bunnies in between, in between there. Uh, shout out to you if you if you clock the 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 bunny. There is a there is a third bunny in here, and the first person to clock it in the comment section will 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 get something to you. Um, we'll see if you find it. So the next question I have for you, my bro, is when you were younger. Yes. Obviously, you said uh, policeman, that kind of vibe. Yeah. But who was the first person? Who was your first hero or idol? Who's the first person that you looked up to and idolized and said, "I want to be that person" or "I want to be like that person" when I grow up? Um, you know what. I think it goes back to that. When we talk about dreams as well, for me, it goes... As I was growing up, you know, you're trying to find yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I think it was getting into the last years of primary school, going into secondary school. Um, there was a few people, but I'm going to say one of the people where it stuck out to me, where mm. it got to the reason why I started to love cooking more, mm. is one, my nan, and two, my Uncle Johnny, God rest his soul. 
My Uncle Johnny was known for his famous jerk sauce. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, you know, it got to the point, like, when my uncle passed away, everyone's like, the sauce is gone. That's a... That's a that, like, yeah. literally, like, yeah. people were saying, saying, no, that sauce can't come back. Did 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 Uncle Johnny, God rest his soul, did Uncle Johnny pass on the, the recipe? So, so, this is the thing. Everyone expected me to know the recipe, right? Because, <laughs> no! because I was... See, anytime I go to my Uncle Johnny and my Aunt Jackie's house, I always... Was in the kitchen. If he's in the kitchen, I need to know what you're cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He was the first person. Like, you know, you see on TV and they got the mortar and pesto. So that's, you know, that the round granite mm-hmm. bowl where they crush down yes, all the, yeah, all the yeah, seasons, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He's the first person I see just have the black pepper in it. Oh, So it's just there, right? Mm. So he'd be seasoning up all the chicken before he puts it on the barbecue. You just see him quickly grind it. Oh, just to freshen up, freshen up the, um, the black pepper and then boom. Ooh. Forget the salt, man. He's the black pepper, man. Ooh. See what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. That's what he used to do. And then he starts making the sauce. Yep. I just see it all up in the blender, looking all colourful. And I'm like... And it was just that tangy, sweet and spicy. And you're just like, what is that taste? And that's the jerk. You know what I mean? Like, that mm. was the jerk taste. So for me, he was a very big step, I think, for me, growing up, knowing... Because it really made me find my feet with cooking. Because yeah. for my uncle, he showed me about the jerk. He showed me about crazy flavours. How you make something taste spicy but sweet at the same time mm. with my nan i think i learned more the home cook okay so i learned how to make certain things in the kitchen where i know how to eat this i know how to eat that yeah you know baking all those kind of things because my nan was a dinner lady okay so she always brought back home things and then she'll show me the home cooking the yard cooking and yeah like that's how i started to fall in love with food nice and you know like a lot of black people have massive gatherings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the biggest thing about those gatherings is always the food. Mm-hmm. Everyone cooks a crazy dish. There's always a load of jerk dishes. There's fried dumplings. There's planting. Rice and peas. Curry go. Oxtail. All these things come out. Mm-hmm. Even down to the coleslaw and the salad. It's amazing. And me seeing all of this always made me want to not just eat. I want to learn how do you cook it. Yeah. Because I always love the fact of what that food does to people. Oh, for real, for real, for real. It's like, I know certain people will say... Like you, for instance, you know me. If I say I'm throwing a barbecue, it's my birthday. Oh, you know, you already know. You I'm know first I mean? in line. You know. I'm first in line. You need to know. I'm first you in know. line. You know, if I put it in a group, yo, people, I'm throwing a barbecue. Yeah, you know. And that's what I like is because people know that food's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it brings and the it, joy. It brings it. people it together. It brings yeah, people yeah, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. and that's what I love about cooking. I mm. think that's what strives me to want to be a cook more. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Uncle Johnny, shout out you, man. Shout out to Uncle Johnny. Um, you? For me, you know what? It uh, it goes back. To my, uh, it goes back to my my old babysitter from when I was nine days old. Uh, I had a babysitter uh, called Julie, and Julie was is still an incredible human being. And mm-hmm. Julie, Julie had a Julie has has a whole family. Yeah. Julie has a whole family, and from nine days old. First of all, Julie put me in an Arsenal jersey from nine days old. Me. London so, would always be red. Exactly. So shout out, shout out to Julie for uh, for putting me in. A, Put me on the right path yeah, when yeah, they asked yeah, me yeah. Jersey from nine days old. Come on. But um, this is a woman who, who brought me into her family yeah. because my mum worked incredibly hard. Um, I would after school every day up until almost I was in year, year five, maybe even into year six. I can't remember too much. I would, uh, I would go around. Julie would pick me up from school with, along with her, her yeah. son or other sons and I'd go around there. Um, and would and taught me a lot of the basic things to, when it comes to socialising and being a human being. Yeah. Now, what people don't know about me, and this is something that we'll talk about in a later episode in, in much more detail, is up until about 11 years old, I couldn't read or write. 
Okay. Uh, I, I couldn't read my own name. I could have looked at my name a hundred times every single day for two years and still not be able to read my own wow. name because my brain didn't make that connection. Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of antisocial behaviours. Yeah. I was very, very quick to anger, to aggression, to violence, right? And like me. bro, you know, we 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 become more and more connected <laughs> I'm, every I'm day. I'm telling you, for all the people that knew me in primary school and secondary school, you know, I was like, so, bro, <laughs> I say no. Um, yeah. And yeah, in primary school, I was in a lot of uh, classes on my own yeah. with one-to-one tutelage, which still didn't help. I was very violent and and very aggressive and f- frustrated in school. But when uh, three o'clock came and I was meeting Julie at the at the school gates, I I felt at peace. I felt calm. And this is one of the few people who was able to get through to me, who was able to communicate with me on a level that yeah. I understood, never belittled me, never brought me down, yeah. uplifted me. And I truly believe due to the uplifting that she provided and, and a lot of pe- a few of the people around me as well, I was then able to overcome that barrier of not being able to read or write. Yeah. And so Julie really built that foundation of how to be patient with someone, how to respect and love someone, even if you don't 100% understand how they communicate or understand how their brain works and that is something that that i still take through to this day and and the different communication styles like we have to deal with different communication styles everywhere we go yeah. in business in sport you know we've had to deal with it ourselves so me and you communicate slightly differently oh, and, so, and so if we weren't able to work out how each other communicates or be patient to to, un- to try to understand what the other person thinks we wouldn't be able to do what we do anyway yeah. so well, like what you're saying there sorry just cut you off it's, yeah, like, it's, it's the same thing you're saying what we were just talking about earlier. Mm. I said, like, some people that try to get through to you mm. will see you thinking that you're not trying to... Like, you're, you're airing them. You're, mm. you're not trying to speak to them. You're not yeah. trying to actually involve them. You're not trying to get any lodgement from them. Yeah. And those people come to me and say, oh, have you heard from him? I said, well, yeah, because I know him. <laughs> like, I, know, I, know, I know what to expect. Because yeah. they don't hear from you from three days. But me, I know he's doing something. Yeah. He's seen it, but you just got to give him a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I always know that. And it's that whole thing, like, understanding each other, understanding yeah. your friends and how they communicate mm-hmm. is a big thing. Oh, that's how you become together. That's how you make communication. That's how you make friendships, how you make partnerships. Yeah. Continue, bro. Yeah. And so that's exactly it. And, and, and Julie taught me all of that. Everything that you've just said and you've summarised, Julie yeah. taught me that. Yeah. And so it, that was that's somebody I looked up to from, from the get-go. First of all, for putting me in an Arsenal jersey yeah. and then for teaching me how to understand people. Shout out, people. Julie. Yes, sir. So... Um, so that, that was the first person who really who really led me down that path. Okay. So I want to take it a little bit further. I want to take it a little bit further. So we've spoken about how we, the dreams we had and the people we aspired yeah. and inspired us mm-hmm. uh, when we were younger. I want to take it to a place now where, what is your dream now? Bro? What is your goal in the current space of life that we are in? Who do you want to become? And what do you want to be doing with your life, my bro? Well, tell the people don't tell them everything but yeah, tell man, them I can't tell them everything because then they're kind of telling the world just yet you gotta, you gotta let me get there let, mm-hmm. me, let me live out the journey so <laughs> um, so after I was incarcerated obviously I came out and I said I set myself a goal mm-hmm. I said in five years mm-hmm. I want to do ten years of work Ooh. and that was my goal now that meaning for, for people for break that down for the yeah, people what break it, that down. for me what I understood was like I want to get into a career Get established in that career, not just to be earn enough money, but to be established where I can do things. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to own my own company. Mm-hmm. I wanted to own property. Yep. And I said, I want to do this with all in five years, mm-hmm. but it needs to be 10 years worth of work. Mm-hmm. So what that meant is that I needed to save harder, mm-hmm. work harder, mm-hmm. but also be smarter. Yep. And by doing all of these things, it kind of more interacts 
and it kind of all starts paying off. Yeah. And the first two to three years was very challenging mm-hmm. because before I had a very, 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 very good job. Yeah. Yeah. I loved my job. I was in that company for six years and I had the opportunity to go back there. But it was my actual boss that something he said to me ticked over to my head then. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, if you get to 25 and it's not worked out, mm-hmm. do something else. Yeah. And he wasn't even... He wasn't even talking about work. Mm-hmm. He was actually talking about football to me. Oh, wow. And he was... More, more what he was saying... Because obviously, when, I was, when we were 16, 17... Yeah. We're trying to go pro. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said, give yourself to 25. He said, if it doesn't work out, start thinking of life. Mm-hmm. And it came to that point where... When I came back out and I started saying to myself... What am I going to do for the next five years? Mm-hmm. Can, should I start again in this company yeah. and work my way back up? Yeah. But where does that put me? Or I've got a chance to really start again. Yeah. Because from the age of 16, remember, I was working. I just worked. I worked. Like I got my GCSEs. I went and saw my boss, gave it to him. And he said, yeah, you start Monday. Okay. Then two weeks before 17th birthday, mum passed away now. I've got to pay rent. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I can't even work now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those five, six years continued, it's like, okay, you work. You work. Got bills to pay. Yeah. And for that one moment, I came back out. I still had bills to pay, but they were being paid because my property was being rented out at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, I was thinking like, you've got a moment here to sit down and actually decide what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. So fast forwarding, obviously like, Two to three years on, I started looking around. What can I do? What can I? What can I do? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Started getting into construction. Started off very hard. Yep. Started to get easier now, but construction is a hard game. Mm-hmm. But it opened my eyes to see what other things I can do, and like a lot of you, you pick up trading. Yeah. Right. They just start trading forex. Start trading all these different currencies. I went to a seminar and it took me. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, wow. Like, I'm understanding. It wasn't the case they took me about the trading side. Mm-hmm. I believe in what they said. And they were talking about everyone thinks the job is secure. Yeah. But the abbreviation of job, as they said, is just over broke. Mm-hmm. You're only one or two paychecks from completely being broke, mm-hmm. completely being homeless. And that's what sunk into me. It sunk into me to think, okay, hold on. If I don't start saving or if I lose my job today, yeah, yeah, yeah. what happens next? Yeah. And someone said to me, we'll see at the end of the month. I think someone said to me on my side, I'm trying to crack a joke with me, said, we'll see whose paycheck's bigger at the end of the month. And what my boss showed me one day, he said to me, I can get paid £20 more than you a day or an hour. Mm-hmm. He goes, but my outgoings are more than yours. Mm-hmm. So he says, you're better off. Mm-hmm. And it started to make me realise, it doesn't matter if you get, if you get paid 50k a year, mm-hmm but you live a 60k lifestyle, Mm -hmm. how do you survive? Where if you get paid 25k, but you live a 15k lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you're 10k every year in equity. Yeah. And so, where I want to be now, obviously, this is me just explaining everything what's going on now, it's because I set myself up to win this year. Yeah. And that's all because of the two years we've put in Mm -hmm. now, it's that the year before I've put in to be smart, to start thinking, hold on, what's going to happen in the next 10 years? Mm-hmm. And it's like we said, I've said before in previous episodes where I'm saving £100 a week now because in 10 years' time, that could be 10 grand. Oh, for real? 
And it's how many people in 10 years' time is going to have 10 grand in their pocket? Oh, boy. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. And it's gone from saving £100 a month, which is very easy. Like, for some people, like, they think, oh, it's hard. But, okay, but how many packs of fags do you buy a week? Mm-hmm. You know, are you one of those people that look at, think about the way you look every week? Yep. Where this whole corona thing's kicked in now, it's like, well, you're not going out all the time. You must see the money you can save now. Yeah, for real. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so it's a big difference for me. And obviously, so f- moving on forward now, for where I'm going is, like, in the next five years, I plan to have a team of mentors underneath me, mm-hmm. all teaching other people and younger people how to just be a bit smarter with everything. I like that. Like, for me, that's all it is, like... I've always, for me, I've already won mm-hmm. because I've come out and I've got my first mentor, mentoree right now. Mm-hmm. And he said the biggest thing, like he made me so happy. I think, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Now, through the day, we were just talking about money. We were talking like we got paid mm-hmm. and he was like to me, this is the most money I've earned consistently for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, he's at the lowest spectrum in construction right now, right? Yeah, he's yeah. at right at the low, but... He's been listening to me and he's been saving a lot of money. I didn't know how much he'd been saving until he told me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, guy 21. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it's been like the first quarter of the year's finished, right? This kid turned around to me and said to me, like, I've added up where all my money is. Like, he's got money saved in all different places, right? Mm-hmm. He goes, I saved three grand. Jeez. Jeez. Do you know what I mean, right? yeah. And it wasn't even that, that, like, that was like, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I said to my show, this, this is me showing you, mm-hmm. by just putting money in a few places and seeing it mm-hmm. changes your whole aspect. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that's what people don't realise because they think, oh, no, I don't want to save it. Or what if it goes down? Or what if this, like, I'm not talking about Forex, like, and yeah, I'm talking about this, there's stocks you can put into and ISIS and everything. But when you put it where somewhere where it might different from the, in a month, it might go up. £10 or down £10 mm. that's not a lot from what if you just spent it yeah yeah 100% that money's still there yeah yeah and it's what he said to me this is what he said to me that picked me up and said i finally done the right thing for someone yeah he said to me if I don't save five figures this year something went wrong oh wow so that's a mindset difference that's a whole mindset that, that, and, and that oh, what yeah. it, like in my head I'm thinking like your mind's gone now yeah, like yeah, your yeah, mind yeah. is where I want it to be because you're telling me that you're saying to yourself if I don't save less, if I don't save anything more than 10k this year, something's wrong. Yeah. Just because he's seen what he's done in the last three months. Mm. And for me, I thought, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. If I can do that 10 more times, that's 10 kids I've just set up. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine being 21 and in a year you save 10k. Yeah, that's then you do that four more years, you've got 40k underneath you. Mm-hmm. There's people that you know that's your age that's probably gone to jail ain't got no job or they're out on the roads for all those years mm. and you're sitting and going, you know what? I've actually got the whole deposit to buy my house right yeah, now. Yeah, 100%. Or I've got this money where I can go make a business. Yeah, yeah. I can move. I can leave the country. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was so happy to see that. That's where I want to be. Yeah. So when you say like where I want to be, what is my goals now? What's my dreams now? Like for me, that was me living one of my dreams. Yeah. Because that person is close to me and I'm so happy that he's seen the power of not just compounding or saving, seeing the power of just being smart about your money. Yeah. Seeing that you don't have to buy everything. Like, you don't have to show everyone show everyone what you got all the time. Mm-hmm. Just sit back, save your money, 
and think about what you want to do in the future. For real. And it's like I said to you before, one of the biggest things I do is not think about now. I think about the decision I make today, mm-hmm. how does it fit me in five years? Mm-hmm. Because when you start doing that, that's investing in yourself straight away. Mm-hmm. Like if you're saying to yourself, I'm about to buy a £150 pair of trainers. If I do that today, how would that affect me in six months? Mm-hmm. Could I use that £150 to go away? Yeah. Could I use it to pay off a bill? Could I use it to bring that my credit score up? Mm-hmm. Because I owe someone money. Yeah. All those kind of things come into play in my head. So, yeah. So, my goals, my dreams is to conv- continue to motivate people. Get more younger people underneath my wing. Mm-hmm. Show them that things can completely change mm-hmm. and go to a completely different level if they think about it. Mm-hmm. And take our other business to the moon, bro. To the moon. To the moon, man. Bro, yeah. that... that uh that principle there that you have of, of wanting to help people change a mindset and it's a mindset of growth to turn into a mindset of growth. That's something that's really special. Yeah. And I think that's something that's been within us oh, always. Yeah. Like the second we were able to, we started coaching American football because like it was our purpose and our goal to like do something that could help someone move forward. Yeah. And it's like even being able to say uh, somebody I've coached has a scholarship offer in America. And I'm not saying that's because of me, but I'm saying I'm a part of that person's journey. Of course. And that is course. something that's outrageous. That, that fills me with joy and yeah. fills me with, with so much love for what I do. So the fact that you're saying you want to do that times 10 by the end of this year and then times 10 by the end of next year and whatever. And it's like, mm. that's incredible. That's something that changes lives, changes communities and, and can potentially change the world. So that in itself is, is beautiful. And I can't lie, I'm blown away. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Well, it's like, it's like, that's literally what you're saying, it's that, for me, that's how I see compounding. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. People talk about compounding in their accounts, compounding this, but yeah. in my head, it's, if I help 10 people, and 10 people help 10 people, mm-hmm. that's over a thousand people learning how to save. For, for real. That changes the narrative straight away. Yeah, yeah. Because it, when you see that many people, it's like, hold them up, how did you do that? Mm. I said, but you didn't see me five years ago when I told you what I'm on. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's what it is. Mm. You just see me five years later. Mm-hmm. Oh, how come you're driving a BMW? Because I own four houses. Mm-hmm. How do you own four houses? Because I saved very hard. Mm. I only had to own one to get the other two. Mm-hmm. Then when I got the other two, the other one just came with these. Mm. That's what people don't see. Mm-hmm. Like, you just see, nah, 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 he must be dealing drugs. Nah, he's, got a, he's done something. How does he got it? I said, nah, hard work, bro. Mm-hmm. And literally, that is my narrative. That's me changing it. Yeah. So, yeah, bro. Wow. Wow, 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 that does, I hope, I hope, I hope the people listening can, you know, maybe pause it here, rewind 10 minutes and retake that in, because that is, there's some density there, there's some complexity there, but also not, nothing's too hard, it's simple, it's, it's a mindset change, and it's something that can be done by anyone. Straight, uh, it's all in the mind, like, it's not a joke, it's literally in the mind, people say they can't do something, it's because that's what everyone is used to saying, mm. like, as I say, you can't be a millionaire. They want you to believe you can't be a millionaire because if everyone's a millionaire, the country wouldn't run right. The world wouldn't run right. Mm. It, can't, it doesn't work. Everyone can't spend the money and make the money. So it's just that simple. Yeah. For real. But bro, forget about everything I said. <laughs> Moving on, because I took up a lot of time there. <laughs> what is your goals? What's your dreams? Where are you trying to go? Ooh, I like, I like, I like the energy that you, that, that, you, that you hit me with. You dropped, a, you dropped a lecture on us <laughs> and then you said, you know what, let me hit a firework in the room. So yeah. I, like that. I appreciate... That's a sparky goal. Bring it on, bro. Yes, sir. Um, Okay, so for me, my my goals and my dreams 
are similar actually in, in what you've said, but my whole, the way I want to move is I want to be an acquirer of skills. I want to Jeez. be someone who acquires skills, picks up skills, learns and grows and facilitates the, the growth of that skill. Do you know Love what I mean? So I, I want to be someone who in 10 years time, someone can be like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling with communication styles. Who can I go to? And they'll be like, oh, Jed's the guy. Yeah. Uh, or somebody else to be like, I'm do, I want to work on seminars. I want to do, I, I do a seminar on leadership. Who would be a great person to be the key speaker for that seminar on leadership and be like, Jed's the guy for that. Yeah, yeah. And I want to acquire all of those skills. And because, one, because then I want to be able to distribute them. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to, to like, like I said, do a seminar in which you reach people and you're talking and in your words, you're able to change a person's life through them acquiring the skill that you're providing, right? So that's one reason why. But the second reason why is because I want to change the world. Yeah. I want to do something that shakes it all up and, and provides something that is positive and that is growth. You spoke about, they don't want people to be millionaires because it breaks their system. Yeah. Uh, they also don't want people to be smart and skilled and 100%, challenge, challenge 100%. them. I want to be someone who empowers that challenge. I want to be someone who empowers that growth and, and, and a smarter generation. So I want to be able to share all of those things. Yeah. But I also want to utilise the skills that I'm acquiring to create my own things to create mm-hmm. what we're creating you know the more skills i acquire the more effective we can be through business the oh, more yeah. effective we can be within the community within society as a whole yeah. like i want to be able to be that person to be like yo i can handle this 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 let's just get moving yeah um so it's combining that aspect of reaching people and facilitating their growth mm. as well as taking on those skills so that i can apply them to personal journey as well uh, listen bro I can 100% agree with you and it's the same thing that I'm talking about there is that for me it's the same is that I'm trying to go to a place where I've not gone before yeah exactly that. now like a lot of my close friends even you know back when I was in my old job I was like here like yeah. I felt untouchable because yeah. I was just doing my thing yeah. I didn't care about nothing else and that's what I was on oh for real but it's like now it's I'm not trying to get there. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go past there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to show people I don't care if I've been hit down for six. I don't care if the shackles were on and I couldn't get them off. Mm-hmm. I'm running now. Let's go. And I'm not jogging. I'm not walking. I know where I'm going, so I'm just trying to get there. Yes, yeah, sir. And it's like I'm not scared to be busy. I'm not scared of the the graft I have to put in. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of any kind of kind of task that's coming in front of me mm-hmm. because I'm ready for all challenges. Mm-hmm. Because I know where I'm going and what I'm trying to do. And I think that's what it is. It's challenging ourselves. Like, we don't, we don't get frightened at a challenge. Oh, no way. It's like, no, we, know, we know if our mental caller called us today and said, I need you to speak in front of a thousand people tomorrow. Let's go. What shoes are we, what shoes are we going to wear when we do that? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my first question. My first question is, what's my fit going to be? I think you was going to pair of Yeezys, you know? If, 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 you're, if you're listening to the podcast right now, I need you to pause it and to go onto our YouTube account and to watch at this moment what just happened. I need you to watch it because that's outrageous. That's outrageous. No? And that's Eddie that's track to some easy as well? I might have to leave. Guys, it's been a great episode. <laughs>
That's I mean, ridiculous. Um, you I know mean, what? Nike Yeezys, 100%. <laughs> I, I went, I went oh, in Red October's. There you go. There I went in Red October's, 100%. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, we're not afraid of challenges. That's yeah. for sure. I'm, I mean, I'm a bit afraid of that challenge that Vapes just threw down of me and Yeezys in an tracksuit, but <laughs> we're definitely not afraid yeah. of that. <laughs> the day that happens, the world might end. Just oh, saying. for real, for yeah. real. Yeah, sir. So, uh, my, my question for you, bro. My question. Hit me with it. You, brother. When uh, you're looking to get moving, when you're looking to get going, get, get, get a little bit of flow, a little bit of energy, a little bit of focus, a little bit of hard work in, uh, let's what, do it. What album or artist do you listen to to get going? Ooh. Do you know, it's crazy because I go through like kind of mad um, mixes, right? So mm-hmm. like, see, like, I think, was it this week? Kanye came to me. Okay. But it's old okay. school Kanye. Oh. You get me? It's like, you get me? Yeah, that college old. dropout, that yeah, registration. Yeah, all of the lights. Mm. You get me? Jesus Ooh. walks. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's like, MJ gone. That did. Hey. I slapped my girl. She caught a fan. Okay. I didn't slap her, though. <laughs> Never. <but> yeah. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> but yeah, like, that, I was all into that and it was going crazy. I was feeling it. I love it. But there's one guy... That always just keeps me up. And I think it's because I love his story as well. Mm-hmm. And it's Mick Mill, bro. Mick like, Millie. Yeah, Mick Millie. He, I listen to Shine. I listen to um, Litty. Mm-hmm. Um, Uptown Vibe. Yep. What's Free. Yep. Like, all of those tunes that get me going. Like, there's so many more that I ain't saying. But, like, um, what's it called? 194 Flow. Yep. Crazy. So I, I back I back that I back, back the Meek Milton because there is there was uh, a mixtape there was an EP that uh, there was a mixtape that Meek Mill brought out uh, when I was in sit form okay. called Dream Chasers Two yeah. Dream Chasers Two in my opinion is my favorite project by Meek Mill okay. and a, the second song on it Ready or Not yeah that song yeah can get me going anywhere yeah, yeah, anytime yeah. there's also I don't know what song it is but have you seen Creed. Yeah. So you know, you know the moment where when Michael B. Jordan is running down the streets of, yeah. of Philadelphia, and there's Meek Mill playing in the background, and he's in the Jordan jacksuit. Have you seen that? And there's guys I on like mopeds behind him, like chasing. Uh, no, I feel like it's it's not um, Philly time, is it? Because it's that one. I can't remember, but right, whatever song yeah. it is, I, yeah, that one gets me going as well. So I'm 100 yeah. with you on that. Funnily enough, I if I want to get going and, and, and focused and motivated, the two artists I listen to are Common. Yeah. Because when I Common's hear decent, I like him. when I hear what Common does with words, I'm like, no, nah, I can't not be pumped or Jay Z. Yeah. Because Jay Z's story just gets me every time. Jay Z, yeah. Jay Z, just going from going from where he was to being one of the greatest entrepreneurs, rappers, artists of all time. Yeah. Like he just gets me going. So when I hear his his flow, his vibe, yeah, like he yeah. He, he gets me pumped and I'm ready. Completely. I think I know. There's one other artist I didn't mention because any time I listen to this song mm. I've got to listen to it like two or three times okay. I get so pumped because it's the same thing like you said with Common like when I yeah. hear it it's yeah. when I'm hearing the words it's crazy and that Swiss cry ooh, ooh yeah. I hear you I hear you like that that song there it hits different like when he says they call me a coloured man but like, I've got my coloured skin oh, what did he say oh my god I'm going to have to rewind that all of that and change that up because literally he says that they call me a coloured man but my I ain't got coloured skin. Okay. Like, he says something crazy like that, and it's mad. Like, bro, like, any time I hear it, I'm like, yo. Yeah. It hits deep, bro. Yeah, it hits yeah. deep. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. Now, moving into the final segment. It's going to be a short one, because we've already been rolling. Um, 
the question I have for you is, have you seen Avengers Infinity War? I've seen all Avengers. Okay, there you go. There you go. So you know the moment where Thanos finally brings all the Infinity Stones together. Spoiler warning, by the way. (laughs) I should have said that before it. Um, But yeah, uh, when he brings all of the Infinity, he clicks his hands. And right in the movie, it shows Thanos... At like a, in like a what seems like a farm or a field, yeah, he's yeah. just sitting on the end of his uh, on the end of his porch, and he's just enjoying life. Yeah. My question to you is: once you have done what you want to do, once you have changed the world in the way you want to, and got to the place you want to go to, what is your moment of peace? Where do you want to be to celebrate yourself? What are you doing to celebrate who you are and what you've done? So there's a song called Rolling with the Elephants. Mm-hmm. And I've had many dreams of this. So I've had a dream for a long time mm-hmm. of me walking through the rainforest oh, okay. in between two elephants mm-hmm. holding my kid's hand. <sighs> Jesus, that's powerful. And literally, there's a drone shot where the drone sits in front of me. Yeah. And that song plays and it just zooms out. <sighs> and you just see me in between two elephants, me and my kid just walking through Bro, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I think, I said to myself, once I am where I am, mm. that will be the sh- that will be me. That will be the shot. That will be the moment. Yeah. Bro, I can see it as well. That's a crazy thing. You said it and I see it now. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, like, that's, that, that's it. Like, and the worst thing is that like, I've had so many different versions of the dream where it's like, my kids on my shoulder yeah, yeah. or I've got my kids on the elephants they're riding the elephants and I'm walking between the two elephants yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've had this kind of shot but it's the same thing that always comes back to it's just me holding my kids hand yeah. and we're walking between the elephants bro that's beautiful yeah, that is cool. beautiful I like that a lot I like that a lot it's funny it's funny because that's where uh, that's where we differ so yeah. for me that's that moment that, that moment yeah. of sitting on the porch looking out at creation that moment for me is um, very recently I saw an article Okay. about a man buying the highest apartment in New York City. Wow. So they bought the, 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 the tallest apartment they could possibly could, the highest apartment in New York City. Yeah. I want to say maybe for $112 million. Wow. I don't know if it was that, so don't, don't quote me on that, but I was, it was an extortionate amount of money. Yeah. It was like, wow, like you could buy a whole road in other parts of the world, of, of the world for what you bought a flat, an yeah. apartment for. Um, and the view is out overlooking the whole of... On one side, you can see the whole of Central Park yeah. all the way up to, to Uptown. And on the other side, you can see Downtown and then towards um, the Statue of Liberty. Okay. And that's, that's the spot for me. That's the moment for me. When I've got there, when I've got to that moment where I have... Maybe not New York, maybe London. The highest point where I'm overlooking the whole city and enjoying it with the people I love. Maybe me and you just literally yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. on a sofa... Looking over London, looking over the things that we've created and we've done, and being like, "Yeah, we did that." Yeah. That's the moment for me, you know, sipping on sipping on some coconut water, and I want to shout out coconut water because I've been sipping this during our during our uh, probably good you know, coconut water in a can for real coconut water in a can fountain of youth fountain of youth sponsor us please um, but yeah sipping on coconut water talking to you about future plans yeah, yeah, when yeah. we've when we've done all of the things that we've set out to do uh, yeah that's I'll that's have, it for I'll me. have a stogie and a nice bit of the you know, whiskey, you know? Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Uh, yeah, that's it. That, that's 100% it. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't know. Like, bro, I think, I think about it probably two to three times a week. And I think that's that whole affirmation and yep. building it into yourself, manifesting it. Because yep. the more you do it, the more you see it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for what we're doing now, yep. 
it's like I said, it's that momentum shift. Mm-hmm. We started this thing where we would just do minute motivations on Insta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now we got a full blown podcast. Yeah. Now and and YouTube and the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Forget about the speaks we're about to do. Forget yeah. about all the small things we're about to do with this yeah. company. Yeah. Then we talk about our other company that no one doesn't even know about. Yep. Yeah. Like, bro, the, you told me news today that yeah. a year ago to two years ago, I wouldn't think it was possible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, where, where, what can we do next? Yeah. And the biggest thing about this, we've done all of this crazy work mm. in a time when this country's been on its, on its arse. Yeah, for real. Like, we're flat out, just nothing there. Yeah. Like, in a point where everyone, a lot of people have given up on life, mm-hmm. have given up on themselves, yeah. given up on their friends, their family, yep. their careers, and don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's true. It shows once good minds put things together, mm-hmm. we can succeed. Oh, 100%, bro. 100%. And it's been an amazing episode, bro. Oh, it's been an amazing episode. And on top of that, to finish, I want to ask the viewers, the listeners, what is your dream? Let us know what your dream is. Either personally message us on our Instagram account, uh, or, or or leave a comment, please. We would love to know what your dream is. Mm. And also, where do you see yourself? Me, me and Fabes have, have have told you where we see ourselves at the culmination of our journey. We 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 walking walking with the elephants or sitting atop overlooking the city itself. What is your end goal? Where do you see yourself? Please share that with us because the more you share it, the more you speak it, the closer you come to that end goal. Manifest it, people. Exactly. We've shared it with you. Feel free to share it as far as you possibly can. It's been an incredible episode. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it myself. Yes, sir. So have an incredible weekend. We are out. Peace.